Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know me so you can't just say bizarre You never get a moment for free Show me something fun on your guitar Something with an A or a G. Hello, welcome to the Ingenuity Show. I am Mr. Pold. I'm St. Jimmy. I'm Master Zed. I'm DVD. Our fake sponsor this week is Wuthering Bites, the most depressing eatery in Scotland. Does everyone Arr. die uh, at the end? Yes, from, they I get dainty know. and die. Dainty. Yep. So I had I, I discovered something disturbing about the author of Wuthering Heights recently. She was born on my birthday. Oh, oh no. no. Is that she way you're so day. similar? <laughs> what? Wait, I don't write horrible novels. You could if you wanted to. I could, but I choose not to. I have the restraint. Is that all it takes? Just some restraint? To not write horrible novels when you're a horrible writer? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's a new genre instead of horror. It's horrible. <laughs> what kind of novels do you write? Uh, I'm in the horrible genre. Oh, you mean <laughs> horror? No, horrible. Like, well, it's pretty terrifying to try to read it. <laughs> Most people. Are you scared to finish my novel? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm worried about the uh, frontal lobe damage being done by. <laughs> subjecting myself to this. Oh. Uh, so I learned that there is a kind of Loctite I didn't know existed. <laughs> there's lots of kinds of Loctite. Yeah, I didn't know that there's a green kind. Ooh, what do you use it for? Vegetables? Yeah. No, it's for <laughs> uh, two smooth surfaces. It's like slip resistance. Hmm. Increases huh. the coefficient of friction. Yeah, I guess. 
That's like cool. Two, you can two, use it for bearings tomatoes. to keep them, or bushings to keep them from slipping. You can glue peas together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one will ever know. Uh, but I am ordered some for a hopefully the fix to my truck problem. Oh, and there it is. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, we have to talk about trucks at least once a week. No, yeah. I. Uh, no, I actually, have... we have a new format. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a four by four, not a new format. I got new formats. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to go there next. <laughs> Ooh, Davidi shares a birthday with Tim McGraw. Oh. <laughs> that <all>. Indian outlaw. <laughs> it's also uh, like Socialism Day, isn't it? Mayday? May Day? Yeah. Communism Day or something. Oh, yeah. Workers' rights and all that. Ooh. I'm a worker. Mr. Pold's got J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> and Amelia Earhart. What? <laughs> and what do those two people have in common? Absolutely uh, They're both women. They both ended up disappearing in an, in an airplane. They did? Did J-Lo disappear? What? No. Well, J-Lo hasn't yet, but, but she's fixing to. Oh, <laughs> I'm, just kidding. Oh. I'm trying to find somebody it on here Aaliyah you would be disappointed in, but Aaliyah. these are all good. The mailman. Yeah, Carl oh. Malone. Oh. Dang. I've got Arnold Schwarzenegger, at least. but What? Nice. Uh, let's see. Get to the chopper. That was horrible. What was horrible? You get to the chopper. Did not sound like Arnold at all. Oh, it didn't go well. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad idea. What does they get to the Getting chopper? To the chopper. Yeah, it was a distraction. <laughs> it was. So speaking of trucks, <laughs> <laughs> so T Vitty's truck is in the shop. Oh, under fixed. Oh. oh, so we got a rental car, and uh-huh. we went to pick it up. Um, I think it was on Tuesday. No, it was Monday. We walk in there and there's somebody else in front of us and they're talking to him and the guy's like, well, we have a minivan. And the guy says, well, I drive like a GMC Sierra and I'm a hunter. I can't be seen in a minivan. Uh, <laughs> I was like, it's well, not camo. People will like, be able to see you. As long as you're not paying for the transmission repairs, they have plenty of power, usually in their engines. Get to the minivan. But so they look out to our turn and He's like, well, we have a bunch of different options. I was like, what about that minivan? He's like, yeah, <laughs> you guys want the minivan? So we got the minivan. It's a uh, Pacifica. I think it's a Chrysler. Oh, yeah. So it had like 1,100 right. miles on it. Um, wow. It's so a baby. You just put the keys in your pocket, and you walk up to it. It unlocks. You get in. You push the start button. It starts up. There's like Sounds a, like my car. It's like a button yeah. you push to take the emergency brake off. And it's oh, got a have, dial for selecting. Have you tried just driving and see if it just turns the emergency brake off automatically when you start trying to go? Oh, I haven't. That's what um, our car does. When it, you come to a stop, it automatically shuts off, though, at a light. Oh, I hate that. Oh. And <laughs> it goes again. If you stint a little bit, it keeps it on. Um, it's got a only knob. It's like a two-inch diameter knob that you turn for selecting the gear. I want to know what happens when you turn it. <laughs> While you're driving at 50 miles an hour. Should I try it? 
<laughs> it's a rental. <laughs> it's a rental. I really am curious about those that have like the push button gear select. Oh, right. Like, does it, it actually has a safety? Yeah, it it's got to, right? I could probably ask the internet. So, because I have definitely driven my truck, been on the freeway, and had something weird happen, and just put it in neutral, turn it off, start the engine again, put it back in drive, and keep driving. Because my, uh, so T-Video is like, every time we go someplace, I'm like, well, let's grab, take the minivan. She's like, why do you want to take the minivan? I was like, it's not our car, and while we have it, we're paying for it. And we can might as well pay for the wear and tear on that instead of our own vehicles. You're paying yeah. for it? So I actually have a <laughs> well, car right now, too. Do you? <laughs> what? Our car started doing, in very specific situations, it would, like, lose power while you're trying to accelerate. And so I had mentioned it to them while they were changing the oil, and they didn't find anything and then when I got the car back, they were like, oh, well, we didn't try driving it in the driving mode you told us to. <laughs> so it's, it seems like it's getting worse. So I finally took it back into them and was like, OK, this needs to get fixed because it's been dangerous a couple times. It went into limp mode on me once. And then it does it when you're trying to accelerate more aggressively. And it's done it to me while like pulling out on a two lane to pass somebody mm. and then have it like it feels like you push the clutch in oh. just like you lose power and then it's like dumping the clutch again. So it's like jerky a couple times. That's not good. Um, yeah. But unless it's teriyaki jerky. Well, so because <laughs> I was in there a month ago, probably, and we have the same advisor that we deal with every time mm-hmm. i came in and was like okay dude here i have been paying attention this is exactly what the conditions are drive it well i was like can we go for a drive and i'll show you and he's like oh covid we can't ride with people oh. i'm like i'm like okay we'll fix it and so i think he could tell i was slightly irritated and so when <laughs> he had the guy that gets the loners who's like hey go grab an amg from upstairs mm-hmm <laughs> Nice. So we have a brand new minivan. Uh, oh, it's <laughs> actually <AMG> minivan. <laughs> it kind of it's, it's, it's like small. CD. I would say it's like the new XB size or the okay. newer, the newer generation. Yep. So it's like a little it's a very boxy, small SUV, but it's a AMG. So it's low like a car, like lower. Right. Um, and it had 40 miles on it. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so, so he was like, here you go, have fun. And what's it called? It's a GLB 35. Okay. It's kind of disappointing because it's an cool AMG, up 35. It only has 35 horsepower. It only has 302. Oh. Is that the sound it makes? Glub, 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 glub. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not a bad looking rig. No, it's, it's, it's pretty nice looking. I, don't it's got some get up and go it weighs more than our car and has less horsepower but it moves it's not as loud as our car so i don't like it as much but (laughs) so so the uh pacifica also has it's got of course heated seats 
which our truck does, but they haven't been working recently. And I found something that I really want, and I want to look into seeing what it would take to aftermarket add it, and that's a heated steering wheel. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Just wrap some wire around it. I know, right? Yeah. Plug Just it into a cigarette lighter. <laughs> it's very nice. I do like that. Um, we My were previous dr- car had that. It was good. My uh, T-Video was driving it the other day, uh, or d- earlier today, with me in the passenger seat, which is uncommon, but um, I'll talk about that in a second, why. But she pulled out on the road and got in line to turn left, and she's like, I missed my truck. I was like, oh, you do? <laughs> she's like, yeah, I feel like I can't see anything. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot lower. Um, so she's excited. It's in for paint, I guess, right now, so the paint's curing or whatever. Nice. Hopefully we'll get back today, tomorrow or the next day. Cool. Um, um, I got have got no word on my car, but the he was like, is it okay if we keep it for a week or so? And he, the uh, service manager was walking by. He's like, hey, Ron, you want to drive an AMG home for a few days? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because you have to, it has to be not fully warm like the transmission has to be not right. fully up to temperature yet and you have to drive it fairly aggressively so you can't mm-hmm. the first time i had it in there they were like yeah i didn't do it at all and i'm like well i drove it here and then you guys drove it around so the engine was hot and then you drove it in comfort mode i told mm-hmm. you it does it at 4000 rpms it's not gonna do that in comfort mode but so the reason, the reason T-Video was driving earlier was last night or yesterday I had an earache. And then right before I went to bed, I stood up and the room felt like it was sliding to one side and tipping. Mm, yep. Um, classic. Classic vertigo. So I went oh, to bed. You and can't and self-diagnose. I can't self-diagnose. I thought, right. well, we've been having landslides here, so I just didn't. I just assumed when you said you stood up and the room was sliding that it was in a bubble. Yeah. So Were got, you spinning or was the room spinning? That's the question oh, I got from the well, doctor. I described it to my boss this way. I was like, do you know that game where you put your head, forehead on a baseball bat and you'd spin around like 10 times and try to run to first base? Yeah, that, that's what I feel like. <laughs> After drinking a beer? I did oh. put the beer part, but I think I think that's how he plays it. Um, and work. so it's... Oh. I woke up this morning with the same problem. Not quite as bad as when I went to bed, but... What's wrong with you people? To the point I could, I'd like touch the walls to like keep from falling over occasionally. Well, I don't know if it's you because I can see your camera and it looks like your room's spinning. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's starting uh, to feel better now, but Saint Jimmy and Master Zed, just wait until you get to be Davidianized age, because I Uh-oh. think I had that really bad bout of vertigo two years ago, oh, and no. I'm that much older than oh, yeah. Davidi, so. Well, luckily, so, I'll adopt you. you. Know. Oh, uh, you wish. <laughs> so I've got four years. Well, I get vertigo with my years. headache stuff. Well, I get sometimes. ten years, so oh, okay. I'm good. I'm good for a while. So today, as it was starting to subside a little bit, I did have a pretty bad headache, and I'm wondering if it wasn't like a migraine or something that was Maybe. not like painful, but that was the way it was showing itself. Anyways, it's horrible, and I spent yeah. most of the day just laying down. And it felt like I was laying in a boat slightly, you know, in my head. I feel if I try to sit still, I can feel my head going back and forth slightly as it's trying to calibrate. <laughs> it's horrible. Did they give you like 
exercise. I didn't go to the doctor. Oh, you didn't? Okay. No. Maybe if I find the uh, exercise sheet they gave me, I can give it to you and you can okay. try them. <laughs> That'd be good. Hey, I was thought that we should this week mention the new form that we've been doing the last few weeks. In case people were confused. Is it just me or is your internet choppy? He was choppy. He's a little choppy. Oh, you know what? I forgot to plug my internet in. Hold on. Give me a second. That's why okay. it's acting weird. So anyways, new format. Get that guy a puppers. <laughs> um, yeah, so since DVD's back and we're having Master's Ed full time, we decided to go ahead and uh, not have two hour long episodes every week. So we've been just sticking to one segment before consumption that we can all contribute on that way. Yeah. We are each preparing a separate topic and then having, you know, over an hour before we even get to consumption, which often goes on for quite some time. Yeah. A lot of that was also banter was longer than, yeah, yeah, banter's longer because there's four of us and there's more consumption, there's more nerd cred. So we had a, a team meeting and decided to to pare it down a little bit. But I've been really enjoying it. Yeah, I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? Do you like thinking about the new theme oh, song? Yes, and we have... Mr. Pold has been preparing new music for us so before our main topic we've been having new songs and uh dances but you can't see that because it's an audio thing. <laughs> oh they can't dang it um and we also re-recorded the theme song so this will be the first episode with the new theme song it's the same song new. but new and it's improved. got accompaniment this time and three of us instead of two of us yeah. See if you can tell who is in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so So I yeah. We'll be looking I'm for excited. feedback on that. I'm sure mom will let us know what she thinks. So I told you that I've got a dog and a cat living here now, just temporarily. Mm-hmm. Well, we also got uh, a robot vacuum so his name is mr roboto mm-hmm. and uh it's funny because the dog has like a sibling rivalry relationship with this robot nice <laughs> he wants to sweep the floor the do- well he wants to make a mess of the floor but the dog's favorite thing to do when he's bored is to go over to where the robot's docked and knock it off of the docking station with his paw. <laughs> which makes the robot like back up away from the docking station and redock. And he'll sit there and just keep knocking it off the docking station and watching <laughs> it redock itself. Nice. <laughs> over and over. He's telling my kids, you know, my pet robot is way better than their pets because their pets make messes and get into trouble and mine goes and cleans up. Is, well, hey, I got a robot um, hiding people's shoes <laughs> underneath the couch in the entertainment center. <laughs> Someone leaves their shoes out 
enough that it can get behind it, it'll like push it under the <laughs> underneath the couch. Nice. <laughs> so hey, you're still like, a little oh, choppy look, there. Ah, I'm plugged in. Turn your Wi-Fi off. Let's see. I was thinking maybe your robot vacuum threw up on the carpet or something. It went from suck to blow. <laughs> Just blew a bunch of stuff out in the middle of it. Well, to me, it sounds like all of you guys are choppy, so there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, forgot what I was saying. Anyway, they said, oh, look, your robot's getting into trouble now. <laughs> so, Bad robot. We bought a robot mop that I've been finding things hemming it in, like shoes around the front carpet, like in a big string. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's tried to play with the dog's toys and um, gotten into trouble that way. (laughs) Like it gets wrapped around its little spinning brush or whatever. <laughs> nice. But it starts beeping like help. <laughs> I require attention. Yeah. But it's fun. I I let it run while I'm taking lunch. So it's fun to watch it roam around vacuum up stuff. You leave Cheerios out for it. <laughs> uh, sometimes it'll find pieces of dog food that the dog has dropped out of his bowl or something. Mm. But he, the dog will get upset with it sometimes and try to bite it. <laughs> oh. Well, the topic this week is a Stephen King movie. Yeah, we finally went back and watched No Smoking. Um, Indie film. <laughs> yeah, it's it was made in India. It, if it only has English subtitles, there was some English in it. Yeah, yeah, there was more than I expected. So, if anybody wants to and hasn't yet. You can, and you have Amazon Prime. You can get, you can watch it with a, a trial of their Indian uh, channel called Eros. But all of your recommendations will be India films. Yes. <laughs> well, I've got that seven day trial. I need to watch more. 
That's what I tried to convince MJ of, but she wasn't interested. No, she physically wrestled you for the remote control when you were trying to do that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, should we go through a quick uh, plot recap? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so... When did you guys watch it? it. Uh, Last week. I'll try my best. It was the day I texted you. Okay. Um, Jump in if... If it, I forget something or get some of the order of the events wrong. Do you think we'll be able to tell? I don't know, but it's about this guy named Kay, and he's wealthy and has a wife, and he smokes constantly. Um, he's also very into himself, and he loves wearing uh, sunglasses and walking around shirtless and looking at himself in the mirror. Yep. Mm-hmm. And posing. Uh, Yes, and he likes taking baths, and he likes talking to himself in the mirror. <laughs> anyway, it starts with him in this weird building in the middle of this snowy place that kind of looks like Siberia. And uh, he's talking to... Uh, is he talking to his wife on the phone when we first yeah. see him? Yeah. Yep. And there's some television program on, and it's all in Russian... And he ends up going into this hallway and he's like rings this bell and somebody shoots through the wall at him or something like that. Oh, I think first what happens, they open a little wall and he says, give me a cigarette. And they say no. So he rings the bell again and then they shoot at him. Well, he ends up outside running toward this pack of cigarettes on the ground and this Russian guy is shooting, shooting him at him and hits him in the leg and then he like wakes up at his house did he wake up in his bathtub that time do you remember yeah i think he did wake up i think he wasn't i think every time he wakes up he's in the bathtub maybe he sleeps in the tub well there was one part where he's in the tub and it's filled with these like rose petals yeah he probably sleeps in the tub because i think at one point they mentioned how many times he'd lit his bed on fire oh right (laughs) oh yeah that's the only place he can safely smoke while he right. sleeps. Well, his wife at one point says, um, why do you smoke in the bathroom? And she, he's like, well, why do you sleep in the bedroom? So Which I, doesn't I <laughs> make sense. It's in, incongruous. Oh, the other thing that we notice right away in that first sequence is they have thought bubbles. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and that they only were in the dream, in- though? No, they no. were they happen outside they had the some later. Yeah, well, that's right. I guess that might be a point to make of what was dream and what was real. Because uh, hmm, some of that I wasn't sure later whether right. it had actually happened. But oh, my favorite sure. part was the thought bubbles were in English sometimes, and there yeah. would be subtitles in Hindi and then subtitles in English again. Right. Some of the thought bubbles were in Hindi, but they were. Yeah. Some so anyway, <laughs> his wife tells him that they're having guests over and some of his buddies come over and they have this weird conversation. But something about I think it was that was when they were talking about how um, his parents got divorced. And then they had a kid and then they got back together and then they got divorced. I don't know. It was really confusing. Oh, right. He realized that his parents weren't together when his mom got pregnant. 
Right. And so and then, then they, they got, got divorced again. Together, and, and then, then they're anyway. They're asking about his brother, and I think that was just a way to introduce that he's got this brother that is asthmatic, has only one lung, and it's due to him smoking all the time. Mm. Um, let's see, I'm trying to remember what happened. Well, oh, they his, went to a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Well, at that party, though, his wife. Oh, that's right. Told it. Told the friend that. She was planning on leaving him because he won't quit smoking. Yeah. So then they go to this restaurant. And uh, one of his old friends that he hasn't seen for a while shows up. And he's outside having a smoke talking to him. Well, the guy tells him that he'd stopped smoking. And they also find out that he is missing a couple fingers. And he's wearing these um, hearing aids. And the guy, Kay, is trying to talk him into smoking. And he, at one point, like, threatens to force him to smoke. And, like, it, even yeah, grabs like him. Physical altercation almost over trying to get yeah, him to smoke. Yeah, trying to make him smoke. And he's like, no, I don't smoke anymore. Stop. It's the know. guy that got him to start smoking when they were teenagers. Yeah. So it went from um, peer pressure to, like, peer assault, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so... Oh, there's also a scene with... So he meets up with his doctor, I guess. And the doctor is also... Oh, I know. Before that, his friend like tells him about the this laboratory or this program that will help you stop smoking and gives him a card or something. Mm-hmm. Well, he gets the same kind of thing from his doctor. And I think... Was, it his, was his doctor also missing a finger? I think it was his brother's doctor. Maybe yeah, yeah it was like his, his brother's doctor. That's right. brothers in the hospital. He also had hearing aids. Yes, yeah, he had all his fingers. Did he? Okay. Yeah. Yep. I couldn't remember that part or not. But I know he was like really adamant. You know, make sure you, if you go to them, that you know you. <laughs> I, Use me as I'm a reference. The one to yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um. So then the the wife. Oh, he asks his wife what she wants for her an- their anniversary, and she says a divorce, and he says that's too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> um, I'm tr- it's things get but jumbled with this him. movie, but yeah, she yeah. does end up leaving. Um, and so then he decides that he's going to stop smoking and go to this program or, or go check out this thing. Yeah, and, he calls uh, his friend that had told him that he tried to force to smoke, and then his friend called the place right. and told him that he'd be coming by. Yeah, and I, and I don't know if it was this part or an earlier part, but he's driving, and this weird, weird, really oddly dressed man comes to his window, and mm-hmm. Kay tells him, I don't have any change, and he's like, well, I've got enough, and throws a bunch of change at him. <laughs> So it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then he tells him, you'll need this. And then he goes away. Oh, which I, I don't think I put that together. When yeah, I didn't later. either at first. But I don't yeah, know. When later, that. I thought about it at the time. I was, when he, needed, he needed it. I was like, oh. Yeah, I, I didn't. I never I forgot, forgot together. It. <laughs> <laughs> it, I think it was on his way there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's like a Calcutta carpets or something is the cover. Yeah. 
business. But he keeps getting sent downward. Like, oh, go down these stairs, you know. It's like and, this maze of corridors. But and always down. Alleys yeah. and stairs. and Which is interesting because in Hindu, you know, hell is underneath the ground. So, when you know, it's oh, kind of like that in Christianity too, I guess. Or the way it's portrayed. But, yeah, so he's like descending down here, down there. And then he meets this guy called uh, Baba Bengali or something like that. That sounds right. Yep. But he's some guru type guy and he's got all these weird people around and um, they start telling him about the program and they've got this gigantic book of all the rules and stuff. Yeah, it's the contract. <laughs> yeah, the contract. They to sign. And it's gigantic. It's like three foot by four foot book that's like yeah it's completely yeah it's like what the heck he's like or we've got the condensed version and it's like this the one pocket version yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically they have he has to do everything that they say and then he'll stop smoking well i think he refused to sign at that point right and then they yeah grabbed him and dragged him out of the room put him in this hole that just kind of swallowed him up or something. Mm-hmm. And then he woke then, up later. <laughs> yeah, then he wakes up later. And um, some of the stuff they're telling him... Oh, oh, then he says... When he does actually sign it, then they give him this check. You know, you need to sign this check, too, for... I guess it's a lot of money. million... Whatever their money yeah, is. 21 yeah. lot or something. Oh. Yeah, something... I don't know how much that is in American money, but... It seemed like it was a lot. He's yeah. He <laughs> seemed like it was a lot to him. At least several dollars. Yeah. Well, then they show him this. Wasn't there a video they show him of all the money that he spent on smoking yeah. up to that point? Yeah, that's where he talked about his bed catching fire. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. And then basically saying, "Well, you spent this much on smoking already, so this is a discount. You know, you spend this much in the next seven years. You know, so." Um, so they finally get him to sign the check and then, uh, I think he leaves after that or they let him go. But the, some of the rules yeah. they give him, yeah, some of the rules they give him is if the first time he smokes a cigarette, then they're going to take his brother and put him in a room full of all the cigarette smoke that he's smoked his whole life, mm-hmm. uh, Kay's life. For five they showed minutes, him a, they showed him a video of uh, like the doctor's mother, the or doctor's something. mother that had had it done to her. Yeah, and then they said the second cigarette they would take his fingers. The third one they'd kill his wife. The fourth one, I think they said something about taking killing his, his brother or something. They'd kill his brother, or his mom, or had survived, and if he had died the first time, they would kill his mother. Yeah, that's, and then the fifth time they would just separate his soul from his body or something like that. <laughs> Which was okay. So I don't know if you guys remember during the scene when he's down there in Baba Bengali's place. Mm-hmm. There's almost like a invisible person right. walking around. Yeah, I don't know if that's meant to be his soul or no. It was like the devil or something. Was it okay? There was a it couple demonic scenes. to me. There were a couple scenes where it was just over the shoulder of Baba Ganoush 
I don't think Baba Ganoush is his name. That's a food. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was right over that guy's shoulder, and you could see a face. Oh, in okay. It. Yeah, I must have missed that part. And it got more clear throughout the movie, I feel like. Yeah, so he comes up. Oh, I remember he had to talk with the doctor, and the doctor got really upset that he went to the place and didn't use him as his referral. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he he goes to the I think he was at the office when he like was telling them to Oh, I know. He was super paranoid right after that. Yeah. Well no, on his drive home Oh right, I forgot about that. That's he right. grabs a puts a cigarette in his mouth and is just flicking his lighter, the right. cap over his lighter. He hasn't lit it or anything. And his windshield like all the windows in the truck just explode and his sunglasses and yeah <laughs> and then he has to get hearing aids yeah yes. <laughs> his comes out or something oh that's why everybody else had hearing aids yeah but he was and he was paranoid about everybody like i can't remember where he went but there was somebody standing guard outside and was wearing yeah. glasses well, it was he was looking around while he was driving. There was a girl in the car in front of him. Oh, right. Like making like a shaking her head. No, like, like, don't, don't do that. Stop. Yeah. And then, yeah, he seemed like everyone was watching him. So at one point after that, he has somebody buy all these plane tickets. And he's like super obsessive with how, OK, mail them all separately and don't tell me where they're going and just have them all these flights to get me as far from anybody as possible. And so goes to this montage of him taking these flights or whatever. And he ends up getting dropped off in the middle of the Sahara desert or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he's deciding, okay, nobody will see me smoke here. I'm safe. So he lights up a cigarette and all of a sudden underneath him, this manhole opens <laughs> and they hand him a cell phone. It's like, what yeah. the heck? <laughs> and didn't he like go down the manhole and end up at Baba Bengali's place? Because he's trying to, he's begging him not to, not to hurt his brother. Hurt his brother. But they do it anyways. They do it anyways. Yeah. Um, so oh, I forgot to mention that he, you know, he wrote the check for the money, but the guy's like, and the one rupee in cash. Right. And he's like, I don't have a rupee. He's like, well, you'll pay it later. Yeah. Because so, it's like. He was adamant point. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So 21 million rupees is currently worth almost $290,000. Oh, okay. That is a lot. So that's a chunk of change. No wonder, wonder he was resistant. Yeah. Though he did buy probably 40 plane tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think he's a wealthy guy. Yeah. So, how I know they end up at some. So he takes his wife to this place where there's singing and music and of like it's a like a club. club. But his wife goes in the bathroom, and then his secretary comes out, and apparently they're the same person. Yeah, yes. well, we were all That's like, why I think confused. 
Is the because Secretary the they wife? look the same, but they look exactly totally different to me. Exactly oh, I thought the they looked the same. I thought they looked the same at first, and then I got convinced they weren't the same. Like, oh no, they're different people, and then yeah. So that I wasn't sure if it was a dream or not, because it's that love. had thought bubbles. Oh right, it did. And then yeah, she like went in the bathroom and came back as the secretary, and he didn't recognize her, or he was pissed that she was there. Yeah. He was worried that his wife would see him with the secretary. Yes. So yeah, he that's... bustles her out and then grabs the wife and leaves. Well, then his friend from Cuba shows up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's oh, like got gosh. a cigar import company <laughs> he's starting. Yeah, and it's called Infidel Castrated. Yes. <laughs> well, because cigars, you cut the end off. Right, exactly. Yes. But there's a it's... pun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Castro. Yeah, yeah, we get it. <laughs> so he ends up going to this thing where he's, I guess he's announcing that he's selling them in India now or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, he brings them up on stage, and Kay's like, "No, I'm not going to smoke it." He said, "I'll unwrap it, but I'm not smoking it." So he's like, "No, at least put it in your mouth." And so he puts it in his mouth, and then these guys like, well, they're like holding his. Ace. And hold him still while they're lighting it. And he's, you know, I don't know what it is with this movie and forcing people <laughs> to smoke, but yeah. Is that an Indian culture thing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he ends up spitting the cigar out. But, um, did he get like a phone call right then? Yeah, I think so. From the police. And he the thinks police it's called him. Oh, yeah. He thinks it's uh, Baba Bengali. Yeah. And he's like immediately like, no, I didn't smoke it. You know, whatever. No, it's the police. Your wife's, your apartment is tossed and your wife is missing. There's he's blood like, everywhere. Yeah, there's blood everywhere. And she was there with him. Yeah. The last time you saw her, but she was mad at him. Right. Right. So he hurries over there to the apartment and he's trying to convince him. He starts telling him about the Baba Bengali guy. And uh, he calls his friend. They don't believe it. His friend comes over and he's like, oh, yeah, see, prove it. He's got no fingers. He pulls his glove off and he's got all his fingers. Oh, they showed the showed him get his finger back. Yeah, I forgot to mention one of well, he just got one of them back. So I was trying to figure out where he got the other one. Must have got somebody else to join the program, too. Maybe because it was like his referral bonus. Yeah, because we see this scene where right after, you know, um, Kay signs it. He gets this box delivered to him, and he opens it, and his finger's in there. Like this black yeah, ring on it. It's a got a ring, ring on, on it. it, so he, like, puts it where his finger was, and the ring, like, does this little spinny thing, and the finger regains its color, and it's back yeah. on his hand. <laughs> Did you like, notice, at one point, the Baba Ganoush guy, they were, like, packaging up boxes fingers. and boxes of fingers? Yeah, they were, like, Oh, there were like stacks of them. Yeah, I didn't catch that part. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so um, so his friend tells him, "Hey, you can't tell the police about Bengali or whatever." Right. So they they take him to the police station, and they're interrogating him or whatever. And so he's like, "Well, I, I can prove it to you. I, if I smoke this cigarette, then." We'll get a phone call right then, and they'll tell me that my brother's dead, you know? 
And so, you know, he lights up a cigarette. And then it goes into this very strange... Slapsticky, slapstick, like thing Keystone Cop-type filmography. It's showing his brother, and he runs up to the roof, and he jumps off the roof and lands, but then he gets up, and he gets run over by something, and oh, he climbs, climbs up a power pole and gets shocked, and then he slips on a banana peel, and that kills him. Oh, yeah. right. And there was, like, some random guy that kept trying to kill him. So, like, he's the one that was driving the truck that hit him. Right. And then he did something else. And then he's the one that threw the banana peel. It was all oh. the same guy. <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> and it was either. the same guy that had been his friend. A lot of times when his friend would be on the phone with him, there'd be some random guy in the room. Uh, oh, I like did notice that suit, guy. And it was the same guy. Yeah. Huh. So it's huh. like some mafia dude. So anyway, that phone call doesn't come right away, apparently because it's taking so long for him to die. <laughs> but um, when he gets the call, they told him, oh, yeah, your brother committed suicide and he left a note blaming it all on you. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so the cops take him down to this jail cell. It looks like a dungeon. There's water everywhere. And he's like standing in the jail cell and then he falls backward into the water and then... Does he? He wakes up in the bathtub. Yeah, he wakes up in the bathtub again. Or did he? When did he go back to the Siberia? Oh, I don't know. So about the time the cigar thing happened is where the movie lost me. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, he ends up. He ends up back in Siberia again. Yeah. At That's some point, he had talked to his therapist about the dream. And the therapist was like, well, instead of going for the smokes, jump in the bathtub. So the second time he's there, he does that. He jumps in the bathtub. I thought he called and to argue he... that he hadn't smoked the cigar. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. And then to go back and look at the tape. That's true. That's right. The... I forgot about that. But they would already like... killed his wife. Yes. Right? And then because they he had smoked it. Killed the, the... Yeah. like really small guy that is the one that had Made reviewed it. He... Yeah. And then he blames it on him because he's like, well, you know, he's little, so he makes little mistakes. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, man, that was kind of harsh. But he's pretty blasé about them killing his brother and his wife. Right. It doesn't. Yeah. In fact, he intentionally tries to kill his brother. Right. Kind of makes me think (laughs) it is a dream because sometimes your reactions are weird in your dreams. Well, some of it had to have been because his wife ends up being alive. Right. Well, he okay, so he ends up in Siberia back in the original dream. And yeah. at some point he does ends get up out and in the he, jail again. He dives through into the bathtub and then comes out. I think out. he ends up in that one place with all those people that are dressed shabbily that he had seen on his way into the carpet place the first time. Yeah, the soul-separated yeah. souls, right? Yeah, and in fact, he, there's a, a window that he's looking through and sees himself in the jail or the interrogation room. Yeah, at some yeah. point he ends up with the cops that were interrogating him on the other side of the glass, and they walk through him, and that's when he realizes he's just a spirit. Yeah, so and we don't know how long up. he's been just a spirit. 
Well, then they line him up into this room, and they open up the floor, and there's like all this. I don't know if it's lava or what, but everyone just kind of turns to dust. Well, yeah, and then the think, spirit it... demon thing that's invisible flies right at the camera. And then he yeah. wakes up in his bed, right? They are going to the showers or something, and I was having thinking this was like a... Oh, I thought there was going to gas going to come out. I thought the, it was yeah. going to gas him, Well, because the wife had been watching a show about the Holocaust. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> and you're like... Well, Okay, well, I see what they're setting up here, and then yeah, the floor opens. Yeah, well, then what Baba Bengali told him also that he was friends with Hitler and all this stuff. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so. Well, and when did he? When was he supposed to make the phone call with that he needed the rupee for? Oh, it was when he was. I think it was when he was looking at himself in the mirror, in the one-way mirror. Yeah, and, and it, someone was like, "Yeah, you gotta, just you can make, make phone a phone call. call to get back. It costs one rupee, and he doesn't have it." And he's like, "I didn't have it either, you know." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there's a whole bunch of people that are stuck. Their spirits are stuck there because they didn't pay the rupee, right? Which yeah. seems kind of random. So, but he wakes up, and his wife's alive, and he goes in the bathroom, and he. Sees that he doesn't have fingers, like two of his fingers are missing. Like the two that, yep. the two you would use to smoke with, you know. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah. Huh. And uh, there was one part I forgot to mention. Oh, somewhere in there, there's a scene with that's like a flashback with him and his buddy. Oh, when they, when they first smoked. First smoked. In, and it's got all these stupid sound effects, like that are supposed to be funny. Yeah, like a bad '80s sitcom or '70s sitcom. Yeah, like a laugh that, track, and, and just like the stupid track. boing sounds, yeah. and yeah, and it's the it friend's good. dad catching them smoking in the bathroom. Oh, and, and then he was and like, he thinks they're they were gay. gay, doing something else. Well, because like, like, no, we're just they, smoking. They get rid of the cigarette. They spray air freshener, breath mints or whatever. And, you know, it takes them two minutes to open the door and they're in their underwear. And their dad's like, son, you know, love is between a man and a woman. And he's like, dad, we were just smoking. And he's like, oh, my son <laughs> gives him a big hug. And it's, like, it's just so ridiculous. It was, and stupid. Yeah. yeah, really dumb. Well, and it's the same actors playing like teenage versions of themselves, but they still look like they're in their thirties. Yeah, yeah, but they're acting like children, I guess. Yeah. Then, anyway, also the best friend, the friend that he tries to force to smoke, was so cross-eyed. It was distracting. <laughs> oh, right. I was waiting for him to for that to be one of the things he gets back right. or them cause people to go cross-eyed they or never something. addressed it. <laughs> I think he was just naturally cross-eyed. I think so. I'm props to India movie studios for hiring him. Yeah. There's a, there's an episode of the it crowd where, <laughs> uh, anyway, Roy's hitting <laughs> on this girl and she's got a brother that's cross wall-eyed or something it was <laughs> yeah. a fun anyways unrelated so, so the second time that he's in the siberia dream 
he's talking to his wife and I think she said something about her being his secretary and his wife. Yeah. Yes. And that she they didn't want people to know that they were married or something and Yeah, she and thought he's like but you got you did get married like thinking that it was the secretary. Yeah. Anyway, I was confusing, but I was confused. The whole by that. secretary, because the whole time she's acting like she's his wife, but he's acting like he doesn't know her. Yeah, that she well. seems like she's coming on to him, and he's acting like, "Oh, I hey, don't." I'm married. To, I, I can't do I, this. Yeah. They totally had like the best joke of the movie in one of those conversations where he's talking to the secretary. Oh yeah, what was it? It's like. Do you smoke after sex? Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I uh, thought that was funny. That was pretty <laughs> funny. I've heard that one before, though. Well, the secretary was doing weird things. Like, she was, like, doing his, toe- like, his toenails. his toenails and stuff, yeah. What was the thing that made her all over? Oh, she was taking shoe his removal shoes and socks off. He was on the phone, and she was taking his shoes and socks off. And he's While standing. he was standing. And he falls over. Yeah. It was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very weird movie. I wanted to watch more Indian movies just are to drugs, see if they're all like that. Are drugs legal in India? <laughs> I don't think so. They, Apparently this movie did very poorly in India. People are like, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so good. it's not well, just us. Not just us. Okay. <laughs> all right. So should we start ranking? Rank, Ranking it? He ends up not putting smoking, right? So he's successful. Yeah. Uh, I guess so. Oh, at the end also, he he starts trying to recruit other people to go there so he can get his fingers back. Right. Okay. So our first category is title quality. No smoking. I think it's a pretty good descriptor of what the movie is. Yeah. What was the short story called? Um I think I can find oh. it here. Uh I can't I Quitters Inc. is what the right. story yep. was called. But no smoking. I thought it was pretty good. I give it the eight. Yeah, I'll go eight. I mean, you know what it's about, I guess. Well, seven. I'll go to seven. Okay. Looks like DVD gave it an eight. Oh, eight, yeah. I'm and trying to find the. <laughs> is Master Zed still there? Yep. I wrote uh, all these down on a paper and I can't I find think... it because I rated it right after we watched it. First, it was fresh. Oh. oh. I'm trying to find I'm just the. Trying to find my notes. But I, I think, think I threw it away. I was going to give it a seven. Okay. I guess I can put that in there. I'm in here. All uh, right. Casting? I didn't recognize anyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me neither. I don't know if that was good casting or bad casting. Uh, I don't know. Did we give well, props for casting a cross-eyed guy? <laughs> it was distracting. It, it was, was really it was distracting. I was waiting for it to have some reason. It was red herring. I do have to say, though, that Kay's like- wife was very attractive. Yes, yes. <laughs> Baba Ganoush looked like a good guru. What's his name? Baba Ganali. Uh, I thought it was Baba Bengali. Bengali, like 
Because the whole time I was thinking, like, Bangladesh? Yeah, Baba Bengali. Shri Shri Prakash Guru Gantal Baba Bengali Sealed Wall. Is that the character's name? That's his full character's name. Played by Paresh Rawal. So I would be willing to give it a three. (laughs) (laughs) Was it bad casting, I guess? Yeah. Some of the acting was uh, quite bad. Well, we'll we'll get to acting. Acting's a different one. Oh, that's true. I thought the casting was pretty good. Everyone, like the... Okay, if I separate casting from acting, I'm still going to knock it for casting the cross-eyed guy <laughs> just because it was so distracting but i'll bump it up to a they had a uh, lot of odd looking characters in baba bengali's which was, which was good casting i thought yeah i thought that uh, was fine okay do you think that would be attractive in there i don't know all right soundtrack yeah was i <laughs> I found the song when they're at the club super annoying, but the yes. other music I thought was actually some of it was pretty good. Yeah, even though it was not in English. <laughs> well, they had a music yeah. video at the end too, didn't they? Yeah, but that was strange. <laughs> I'll go six. Yeah, I'll say yeah, six. I'm gonna say I mean, six. I kind of like the music. I thought it was better than medium. All right. Um, are we allowed to give zeros? You uh, didn't like the cinematography. <laughs> work in the formula. You know, will it work? Lots of, act- you lots can of directors will will take like a one type of cinematography and make that their thing. This guy was trying everything. You, yeah. Oh man, this I the whole Some time I'm thinking, worked, I can't wait to mark zero on cinematography. Well, it was so random. There was zero cohesion between Some of it shots. was effective, though. There was some I'm, interesting stuff. I'm going to give it a three. I, That's yeah. I think there was a lot of it was terrible. There was some interesting stuff mixed in. Yeah. So I'm going <laughs> to, yeah. I I am going to give it a four, actually. Ooh. Wow. Big yeah, I, I hated the cinematography the whole way through. <laughs> I didn't hate it the whole way through. Just <laughs> 70% of the time. Uh, it's probably 90% for me. All right. <laughs> Special effects. Um, there were a uh, few. It was pretty terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was that great. But probably the best one was the finger coming that back to life. That was so hokey looking. Yeah. I know. Yeah, That's why I said bad. it was the best one. Oh, the spirit <laughs> demon thing. The demon thing. actually pretty good. That, that was, was kind good. of confusing. It was. Yes. Like, I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be there or if they just reused film. <laughs> <laughs> I well, it was unclear like what the purpose of it was yeah because they never explained it so it was distracting but that probably goes towards continuity yeah. i'm gonna go with the like, effect was okay but that most of the effects were pretty bad yeah they're yeah. still dragging yeah. down i'm gonna go with two i'm two i put two as well <laughs> wow i well okay <laughs> all right Stunts. There's a decent stunts. I'm jumping through the window. The banana peel fall. Oh, <laughs> that was all pretty bad. Yeah, that wasn't that good. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, even the physical stuff where they're like 
forcing him to, to smoke. It's totally unrealistic reaction. Yeah. Like <laughs> how they're interacting with each other. It's like he's obviously not actually trying to get away. Right. I think I'm going to. I might. Give I'm going to ride the two train a little longer. <laughs> I'm going with one. <laughs> okay. Plot. <laughs> there was what a plot. plot. There uh, was a, what the heck is up with the plot? I had no I, clue what was happening. If it was I, a plot, I did, did like the plot. I thought the plot was. I. It didn't I pay off ever. I, I didn't feel like it, it was. Yeah, they left a lot. It was very confusing. I thought very much. I was like, okay, I don't understand why we're watching this other than it's a Stephen King movie or based on a Stephen King book. <laughs> and then towards the end, I was like, Oh yeah, this is definitely Stephen King. Cause it just kind of ends yeah, without explaining like, any of the, there's like all these different paths that never get explained. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, you I'm understood go the point though. It was, yeah. Hey, if you don't quit smoking, we're going to do these horrible things. Yeah. The like of throwing the supernatural cool. stuff in there was mystifying. So <laughs> I'm going to give it a four. Oh, wow. wow. I'm going to two. Me too. <laughs> All right. Continuity. What continuity? Wow. <laughs> I like that Have the shabby such people a thing? he could see when he walked in to the. Yeah place was so there was some them. foreshadowing they uh, tricked the us with the holocaust th- movie and the hitler yeah. talk and the they throwing money at him yeah I, that was interesting the, we but, were confused about the the wife and the secretary yeah but then they showed out later that they paid that off as like well yep. yeah you're supposed to be confused because it's the same woman pretending to be the secretary but i still have no idea it, what why was he real was so weird and what about wasn't it. <laughs> yeah right. i think i agree i'm gonna go three three for me too i, I that's think there was enough good stuff that i would be willing to stay at a four on that the good stuff is what brought it up to a three for me. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was lower it was like okay this is a one except for the couple things all right characters there were some interesting yeah, characters. He was himself. His wife was a believable character. Yeah. They did doing weird things, though. I think she was the most believable character. It was she a was, Cuban guy. She was probably a real actress compared oh. to most of the people well, in this. She was, yeah, the main guy, Kay, and her were probably the only actors. You don't think Baba Bengali? Yeah, prob- he probably. He was probably that guy, yeah. It'd be interesting to look up the IMDb and then track like the main actors and see how many movies they've been in and the yeah. quality of the other movies would be interesting to do. Is that guy really cross-eyed? Maybe he's oh, not. That's a good question. Maybe that was just the Maybe way that character is. cross-eyed. <laughs> so the guy that played Bob Bengali has 263 acting credits. I'm not surprised. Yeah, he seemed like he knew what he was doing as far as acting went. But it was and the character was good. I mean, you, you didn't trust him. He seemed like a, almost like a devil character to me. So this is like making f- a deal with the devil. This whole movie was about and was why, the f- was the friend's name Abbas? Yeah. Well, this I've got a picture of him. He doesn't look 
like the same person, though. He's not cross-eyed. Is that good of an actor? Ranveer Shori. Yeah, I'm looking Let me pull up his page and see if there's more pictures of him. Is there a trivia that says not actually cross-eyed? <laughs> <laughs> He's the son of a Bollywood producer. He's got 74 uh, action credits. Wow. And, ooh, he was engaged to Pooja Bhatt. Oh, Pooja Bhatt. That's quite a catch. He was in that Indian version of The Office. <laughs> Which character? I don't know. <laughs> I've never watched the Indian version. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was one. I didn't either until I saw it in this list of uh, credits. Hmm. All right, I'm looking at his uh, trivia. Um, we probably should have done this for casting instead of yeah. characters. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't see anything in here about his cross-eyedness. The characters themselves were, I thought, were fine. I think yeah. they, I'm going to give that a five, actually, I think. I kind of liked them being caricatures and being yeah. over the top. Well, with the style of movie, it, you kind of had to go that way. Um. Yeah, I'll go five. Yeah, I'll do five also. <clears throat> Is acting. the acting supposed to be bad? I don't know. <laughs> it was bad. I thought it was bad. <laughs> Never, were they trying to make it? Was it purposefully bad? <laughs> Why would you do I don't that? Know. I don't know. I'm gonna. I. I'm gonna go with the two. For uh, did you guys see that uh, that meme that Brian from Happy Cast posted? Um, Based on maybe. the Karate Kid. Oh yes, <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. I don't think I saw it. So it's three different panels. The first panel was. Well, Mas- uh, I was gonna say Master Z doesn't have Twitter. But... I no. Oh, this <laughs> is on Facebook. I think I don't but, have that either. <laughs> anyway, the first panel is uh, Daniel. Like asking Mr. Miyagi to teach him karate. And the second panel is Mr. Miyagi saying, No, I won't do that. I hate karate. <laughs> and stuff like that. And the last panel just said, directed by Ryan Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I, all right. So, all the pictures I see of Ranveer Shori, he's not cross eyed. So, he must have been playing cross eyed for the part. I guess, but it doesn't look what? like the same guy. The cast and director sure like, that's what the skills correct. Have? It well, does to me. Cross-eyed. Does it? Um, it? Yeah. the picture in the... I'm looking at... So what I did is I googled Ranveer Shori cross-eyed, and I'm looking at the images, and it's definitely him. Oh. But he's not cross-eyed in any of these pictures. There's no description wow. about why he would do that? Uh-uh. That's some good acting. <laughs> so right. I may have to rethink my acting right. score I'll and give put it at a two. <laughs> I'll give him a three just for the cross-eyed guy. Bump it up to a two for that. Maybe, maybe a three, because Baba Bengali was... Well, it's hard if it's, you know, it's hard when there's subtitles and you're trying to read because you don't get to see sometimes all the acting as you're reading instead of... Yeah. But, yeah. <clears throat> I'm giving acting... Oh, I thought I typed it in there. Oh, my thing's acting slow. Right, row. What did I say? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, maybe I typed it. Two or three? Oh, three. Okay, it finally came up. 
three for acting. Oh, I'm not. Huh, I, I don't see the ears. Whatever. It'll show up eventually. Yeah. Okay, the next category dialogue. is dialogue. Was there dialogue? Yeah, there was a ton of it. <laughs> uh, basically based on quantity? There's a lot of them saying, K, K. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Were they getting paid by the K? Yes. I don't know. I think it was good enough to not be confusing most of the time. <laughs> it was the plot that was confusing to me. So yeah, yeah. I would say dialogues probably going to be a road. seven. Oh wow! I thought it was below. I thought it was subpar, so I'm going to go with four. <laughs> okay, I thought it moved the yeah. plot along, such as it was. Far. The dialogue is probably a little bit better than Maximum Overdrive's dialogue. <laughs> Make love like a hero. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Goodness. horror. Uh, I was in horror really. that this thing got made. <laughs> Some of the <laughs> but there was nothing. The gullies area was a little bit possibly. Yeah, the much. the demon thing. But yeah, it was mostly just stupid. I would say two. <laughs> I would two. Yeah, <laughs> there were okay. The next one was, was LOLs. There was way more of these than I finished. There were so many LOLs. We laughed I'm more in this movie eat. than any others. I think it was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I never gave the payoff to that joke. Oh, you didn't. Really? I don't That's know if I need to. Payoff was she said, "I don't know. I don't look. I've never I looked or never something." Looked. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, I came home and told that to T. Vitty. And she kind of rolled her eyes. Like, and she's like, I wish I had seen it. No. So, oh. just because they, I don't think they were trying to make us laugh, I'm going to give it a seven <laughs> for LOLs. <laughs> okay, so there were parts where I think they were trying to make us laugh, but those are the right, parts yeah. that we were we not get, laughing. Exactly, like, yeah. What do you get, George Lucas in charge of your comedy? All right, I'm <laughs> bumping it down to eight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, Yeah. I gave it a seven. D- or I don't know. I D- think I'm gonna change mine. I'm gonna change mine to six. I didn't think it was that funny. Well, well, you with, maybe if you were in the room with us, because we, we were cracking wise. I I watched it with Charlie, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, she was crocheting, so uh, I don't know how much she girl. got since uh, it was. She wasn't girl. reading the subtitles. <laughs> yeah. Okay, quotability. Okay. Hey, hey, hey! So quotable. Oh, I remember the joke that was in it. Yeah, uh, I'll say two. <laughs> I am right there with you. Yeah, Being able to quote a joke I isn't. Can't, I can't isn't. quote any movie unless I've seen it dozens well, of times. And so. there's no way you're going to see this dozens of times. Well, we gave. I, uh, I feel like it had some good. One liners. I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah. We gave maximum overdrive four, five, and six. So, oh, just... you guys quote that one nonstop. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awakeitude. How I was in... engaged in watching it the entire I time. Trying yeah, to keep I was up. too. You got a yeah. Reading keeps you awake. Yeah, I, the last it's it was good... about the right length because about. Towards the end, I was getting pretty done with it. Yeah. 
and then I looked and there was only like there... 10, 10 minutes left or something. Oh, so I was, was getting done with it well before that. Yeah. I would give I'll it say... a six. I'm going to go seven because I, I did. I was paying attention to it most of the time until the end when it lost me. And then I was like, okay, let's just wrap this up. <laughs> well, I was paying attention to what would TVD have thought or said had she been Did there? she watched this? Uh, and how many be weeks would be, you be sleeping on the couch because of it? Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Next category is puns. They actually had puns. In actually yeah, they did. They purposely some. put them in there, I think. Yeah. So this has got to get like, yeah, I'm going to give it like a six What eight. I'm doing a six too. Because we don't usually get ones in here. <laughs> yeah. It's not weighted very high anyways, but No, it's not. All right. In Master's Ed for puns. I six. Put a six. I don't I don't really pay attention to puns that much, so I don't really recall. Yeah. All right. There were a couple ones that really stuck out, like the infidel castrated. Right. Oh yeah. Like Fidel Castro. Really on the and where he said the that he would the guy was little, so he makes little mistakes, right? <laughs> uh, kind of a pun. All right, the yeah. last one is grouptitude. Would you watch this on your own if it wasn't assigned? I'm gonna no. say, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna drag our feet, anyways. <laughs> one, well, yeah, we it took us. Okay, I'm going to say one, actually. Three other We've movies two zero. to go back. Because I feel like I did push for it this time. Just so we could... Because I was like, okay, no. T-Viddy's not here. Right. Yeah. She would be the biggest objection to this. Um, let's watch it now. Well, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, we'll never get to it. So. Okay, so our final scores. Mr. Pole, 3.3. St. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, 4.3. Oh, wow. That's our range. Uh, Master Zed, 3.8, and DVD, 4.0. So, this IMDb... Is perfect, right? Solid A. <laughs> IMDb has this at a 7.2. I don't what? understand. It only has, has 6,000 ratings. Are they all Indian? No, I think it's probably Satanists. not. Because... Oh. You said it was not well received in India, but it did win awards at like some film festivals in India. Uh, I'd have to look it back up, but but the thing that gets me is the Rotten Tomatoes score. The audience is higher than the critics. So, yeah, so the top critics gave it fifty. Fifty. So of this them. is the highest rated so far of IMDb for yeah. any of the Stephen King movies we watched. Wow. Should we check and make sure that's accurate? What's it at now? IMDb. 7.2, I just looked. Okay. So it hasn't changed since we made the spreadsheet. Yeah, it's been and like a year and a half, two years since so, we made the spreadsheet. That's crazy. Rotten Tomatoes' top critics was 50%, and the audience, 62% what? of the audience liked it. So the I think that's the highest. Went. Oh, no. The only one higher is Secret Window. Wow. Oh, no, there's another one higher. They, these are ones that are higher up the list. Hearts and Atlantis and Secret Window both got a little bit higher for that one. So the combined mm. critic score is 6.13 out of 10, and we gave it 
Which six point one three is the highest so far of all the movies we watched. Yeah, for the that's combined. crazy. This is our third lowest. It looks like. What was yeah. our lowest? Our lowest oh. was oh, yeah. Creepshow yeah. Two. Creep Show two. <laughs> that was pretty bad. This is just, so bad. just yeah. slightly better than the Mangler. The Mangler. <laughs> <laughs> I forget some of these ones we've seen. Holy awesome. cow. What's our next one? Carrie? Our next one is Carrie from 2013. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, if you didn't watch No Smoking, you no longer have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently it's, do it taken, alone. it's taken on cult status among some people. I can see that. Oh, sorry for oh. those people. <laughs> maybe you have to watch it multiple times to like really figure out what's going on but i can't i wouldn't be able to watch it again some people so i read some theories about the movie because apparently it's very since it's so incoherent you can make it mean anything you want you know but they it's were saying nuclear weapons they're saying it was about freedom of speech and what? it's because the guy that made the movie got such a hard time on his previous two movies from censors and things like that. And so the movie is about him trying to, I don't know, That's a, express himself or something. So is the freedom know. of speech the cigarettes or is the freedom? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't they, know. They kind of lost me on that expl- explanation. You two of his so. previous movies were like the sibling or the wife that gets killed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't care about them? I actually typed no smoking Indian movie WTF to try and see <laughs> if anybody could explain what was going on. And, you know, there were like breakdowns, but it never really explained <laughs> To, right. <laughs> to me, what was going on? So I, I took it from it like a moral of making the deal with the devil, where yeah, you might get your result you want, but you're not going to enjoy the ride. <laughs> the stuff that you have <laughs> to pay for the result is not worth it. I was kind of, I was kind of thinking because he kept talking about the your soul's pure and you keep polluting your body, you know, so your soul's not going to be with your body anymore. And then all the city views the city was just covered in smog constantly. Mm. And I was thinking, well, I wonder if they mean, you know, like the whole world is some debauchery and I don't know. I can see how you could get multiple different interpretations of it just because yeah, it's, it's so all over the place. So weird and strange and everywhere. Yeah. All right. That's our, uh, that's our movie.
Oh boy, now somebody's been smoking. <laughs> or, oh no, you have consumption. Sorry. Yes, I, I have confused. consumption. Um, consumption. So I, watched, I watched Robin Hood Men in Tights. Nice. <laughs> Tight classic. Tights. I thought I had it on video, but apparently not. So you can watch it on YouTube for free with ads. I and think there I was have like, it on DVD. There was like one five-second ad that Every you could skip. Oh. No, just one <laughs> at the very beginning. Really? Wow. Yeah, so... <laughs> Um, I thought it was still funny. I mean, I wasn't, you know, laughing hysterically because I know all the jokes and everything. Hey, Blinken. How were the puns? The puns are awesome. Um, when I started watching it, when I started watching it, I think, I think all three of the kids were in the room with me, but by the time I got to the end, none of them stayed. (laughs) I guess they didn't find it as amusing as I did. My kids liked it. But there were parts where, uh, my wife would come in to watch some of the parts because she heard she was in the other room doing something and she Let knew the funny part was coming. Well, that that part was dumb, but the rest <laughs> of it was funny. But there were times where she'd come in and watch some of it. I think it was Castle Repossessed. <laughs> yeah. Did you say Abe Lincoln? <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty oh, funny so movie. Good. We don't get no tolls. We don't get no rolls. I quote that one quite often. That's what I say every time I drive through... Your guys' neck of the woods. Oh, right. <laughs> I'm drowning. I did get one of my kids to laugh, and it was when um, little John fell in the creek. And yeah. he was like flailing around. I'm drowning. I'm drowning. Yeah. But pretty good. Dave Chappelle's um, in it. You know, you know, yeah. It's just yeah. Your back just got punched twice. <laughs> watch, watch my back. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, and I watched a movie called 42, and it's basically the story of Jackie Robinson, oh, okay. the first African-American um, Major League Baseball player in the 20th century. Um, it's pretty good. It's got uh, Chadwick Boseman, I think his name is. He played oh, uh, Black Panther. Black Panther. He plays Jackie Robinson. Mm. And uh, the owner of the team that hires him is played by um, Harrison Ford. Oh, well, that's good casting. But this this movie was incredible. It was awesome. I loved it, the whole thing. So it was great. It basically tells the story, you know, of Jackie Robinson and how this um, owner of the team wanted to, um, you know, even during segregation and everything, he wanted to have African-American on his team. And so he kind of sent people out to find one that, you know, would be good. And he didn't want to, he didn't just want somebody that was good at baseball, but he also wanted somebody that wouldn't, um, would be able to hold up under the stress of, you know, the racism that was going on. Um, which it also has Alan Tudyk in it. Oh, (laughs) really? He plays, uh, the Phillies coach and, he says a whole bunch of racist stuff. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Trying to get under Jackie's skin while he's up to bat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was it was really well done. Um, so I hardly recommend it. Cool. It's called 42. What is it on Amazon, you said? We got it through our DVD Netflix. Oh. Um, I don't so- know. Hmm. I think it was a 2013 movie. 
cool. I don't know if it's where it's available. I'm looking it up right now. So I've been playing some original Nintendo games on my laptop. Chrome browser has an extension that you can play it like they probably have a hundred old Nintendo games you can play in your web browser. But I finally beat Battletoads for the first time in my life. Oh, wow. It is so hard. Yeah. Only cheats I used was that I saved. I would save. And then if I ran out of lives, I would just reload from my point. the speed bike part. In like the third level. Barely into it. Was impossible. Yeah, it's pretty hard, but that is definitely not nearly the hardest part. It is. It has some really hard parts. Um, but now I've done it. Nice, I've that's a it. good accomplishment. You get called cattle loads at the end because the main bad guy is always calling you names and stuff. <laughs> Crazy. Um, I played River City Ransom through. I only, oh, awesome. I only stopped and saved once. So it only took me two sittings to play through, and I bought every item in every store. No, not every one, because like you don't, you only need to buy one pair of shoes, right? Yeah, and you don't need to buy all the books that give you different abilities. In fact, once I had got my fourth book, I ditched one of my first three. But <laughs> um, yeah, it was actually extremely easy so maybe i'll go back and play it on the harder difficulty yeah that's a fun game like once you get some of your strengths maxed out it's like you can kill almost anybody just by like throwing something at them yeah or kicking them or something but it's a good one hitting with a chain yeah and i beat a really easy game, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> I remember playing it as a kid, and it was like, I don't think I ever got past like the first level or two. But it was super easy. I played through with no problem. Didn't have to save. Well, I, I saved, but I never had to load from a save point. Gotcha. Huh. Maybe I did once. But yeah, all the bosses are super easy. It's just like crazy easy, but it was fun. As far as things I watched, I finished Letterkenny season one and two. Pretty funny. Very funny. Yep. Uh, I've just given up on trying to get MJ to watch it because there's just so much swearing in it. And then they talk about farting in some episodes way more than is necessary but yeah <laughs> other than that it's very enjoyable uh, i watched wonder woman 1984 thought it was decent it was pretty good for a dc movie that was the part where she raped a guy yeah it, <sighs> it didn't even hit me like that until afterwards i was like i don't know what dc's problem is but they just can't make movies that are that enjoyable to me i i don't know aside from the christopher nolan batman movies there's they they always have this tone in them that rubs me the wrong way where it's like like uh yeah it's almost it would be like the 
the feeling I get is like they're mugging for the camera. Like, oh, this part's going to be funny. <laughs> but it's like, that's uh, not funny. I don't know what it, it is. It might have been funny if you hadn't tried to make it funny. Yeah, it doesn't feel natural. Plus, all their superheroes are in- invincible, pretty much. At least in this one, I was kind of glad they're like, oh, they're taking her powers away. So she is invincible for she, a while. But, but. She like, has a horrible, like, her, the quality of not her character as, like, the playing Wonder Woman, but Wonder Woman's character was horrible in this. <laughs> so you, well, you wish turns this random dude into your boyfriend, and then not only are you taking advantage of this dude's body, but then you're putting him in mortal danger repeatedly. The That's entire thing. But, yeah. you know, the wish took something from her, and maybe part of that was her goodness. I don't know. Maybe, I guess. It was worth watching. I don't know that I'll ever need to watch it again. That's what I feel about most of the DC superhero movies, right? And, you know, yeah, that was a good movie experience, but I was like, I don't ever think I need to watch it again. Yeah, but like Marvel movies, I could go watch Iron Man right now. Oh, yeah. And I don't know why we're not watching Iron Man. Yeah, why are we doing it? Let's just turn this off. <laughs> okay, see you guys. <laughs> so, and the last thing we watched last night, it was a movie I'd heard about because uh, Larry Miller is in it, and he talked about it a few times on Adam Carolla's show. The movie starring Sam Elliott is called The Man Who Killed Hitler and Then the Bigfoot. Oh, I've seen this. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. It was on... It was kind of slow. It was slow. It was much slower than I was expecting. And it's weird. It's about this guy, Wait, Sam did Elliott. Hitler kill Hitler? Well, they explain that. So oh, you have to Bigfoot watch it. Too? And oh. then he came back from the grave and killed Bigfoot. Oh. No. Sorry, no. go ahead. <laughs> I don't know if I should spoil what the deal with Hitler was or not. Oh, okay. It, they kind of reveal it near the end of the movie, but Sam Elliott's this guy, it takes place in like the s- late sixties, maybe, but in world war two, he was a young man in his twenties, probably or thirties. And he went to war and was this special agent that got sent in to kill Hitler. Uh. Well, then when he's old, so it's flashing back and forth between him as an old guy and him as a youngster. So you kind of get both stories, but they the government comes to him because they need him to go to Canada to kill Bigfoot. Which one? Is there only one? There's this one Bigfoot there that's being problematic. Uh-uh. So it was weird. <laughs> But I enjoyed it. So Should I watch it then? Sounds like a movie up my alley. Yeah, just don't expect it to be very fast-paced. Okay. But yeah, there's some really good parts in it. It's interesting overall. I like really like Sam Elliott. Yeah, he's good. Cool. I watched a movie recommended to me from Brad. Let's be in the void called My Octopus Teacher. It is a documentary on Netflix about a uh, guy, South African guy, who grew up down like on the 
tip. I can't remember what it's called. The uh, horn. Yeah, like the part of where all the the two Indian and uh, Atlantic oceans come together, and it's really mm. rough. The Cape seas. of Good Hope. I don't know. He grew up on the coast and did a bunch of swimming in the ocean as a kid, and then he became a filmmaker, I guess, and was kind of going through what it sounded like was a midlife crisis at one point, and then um, started swimming again in the ocean in these really rough seas. And it kind of sounded like he, you know, the water's really cold, um, but he wanted to swim without a wetsuit or anything. And so he was talking about how after like a year, he looked forward to the cold and Mm -hmm. whatnot. And he found this spot that was like a couple hundred yards square in area that was kind of protected so that didn't have as bad of surf. And it has this like kelp forest. So he started just exploring free diving in this forest. Um, And he comes across this octopus in it and he basically starts trying to film it and ends up befriending this octopus. (laughs) And so it, you know, over the course of several weeks, he gets to where it, it runs away and camouflages itself and does all these, you know, evasive tactics. And he just would come and just sit and set a camera up and watch it, you know, and, after a few weeks, it would just kind of go about his normal life. And then after a few more weeks, it got more curious about him and would come up and actually like hold. He'd put his hand out and it would like grab his hand and stuff with its tentacle. And That's called being guy curious. Yeah, it's octa curious. Oh. No, the octopus was curious about the guy. Oh, yeah. I think the guy, he, the only thing I didn't like about it was his attitude towards this octopus was a little weird towards the end. I think he needed to get out more. He (laughs) was spending, because he was going every single day and swimming with this octopus over the course of a year. Wow. And at one point when he was talking about his life stuff, he was talking about how he was not being a good father to his kid and stuff. But then he just goes into talking about this octopus for the next half an hour without (laughs) mentioning the kid. And I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I think, uh, you know, you're right. Yeah, you are. You're a terrible dad. (laughs) Maybe he should just marry the octopus. Well, they don't live for very long, so it would have been a short romance. Um, It was a female. Um, but he did document that it, it like getting attacked by stuff and he said he felt like he should intervene, but he also felt like he shouldn't because he didn't want to mess with nature. Yeah. Except when he did try to force it to smoke. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Held it down. Put a cigar in its mouth. Um, but at one point there's these little, they're called pajama sharks. They're like, they look like they're probably three or four feet long that swam through an octopus was fairly small. It was probably all 
with its tentacles and everything is probably like soccer ball size. Oh, oh wow. wow. It was pretty small. Um, but it got attacked by sharks and got one of its legs ripped off. Oh, yeah. And he filmed it. He was I didn't know sharks had legs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then he ends up filming it all the way through its life and it ends up mating and having like half I human, guess... half octopus hybrids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, after they release the eggs into the water, they they make the eggs and then they release them and then basically just die. And so that the egg hatchling things can eat them. Oh. <laughs> and yeah, so he man. said it like after the, the like little octopus cloud went away, it like slowly just kind of fell out of the hiding spot and then was picked apart by crabs and sharks and starfish and stuff. It was really kind of, Sad. That wow. He had calamari for dinner that night. Um, it was very interesting. The guy, I think his he needed to get out more, but the mm-hmm. cinematography was amazing. I just watching it for like even if you just watched it on mute, it would be worth watching. Cool. Um, so I'd highly, highly recommend that. How would you rate the casting? <laughs> <laughs> uh, were there a lot of puns? Were there a lot of fishermen? No, no. <laughs> Zero fishermen. So no casting. Oh. No cast. Oh. Um. One of the f- funny things was he was said he was having like this moment where it had come and like was holding onto his hand, and he was like, "Okay, hey, I need to breathe." Because he's doing, he didn't want to, he's not using a scuba tank or anything. He's just free diving. Mm-hmm. And with the shots he's getting, he must be able to hold his breath for five minutes, like mm-hmm. at a time. Because he's fairly not super deep, but he's probably, you know, 15, 20 feet down. And wow. he's like, the octopus is holding his hand and he's like, crap, I need to breathe. And so he said he just started slowly pushing up, expecting it to let go and ended up kind of just getting onto his hand more and riding all the way up to on the surface. And it kind of just like sat on his chest. (laughs) And then the song starts. I can show you the world. (laughs) Yeah. So he got his breath and then went back down and then it just like calmly backed away from him. Octopus is like, does, can he hear what I'm thinking? <laughs> waiting for me. Uh, uh, I also watched V for Vendetta. Oh, which, yeah. Which it's been years since great I've seen movie. That. I feel like I was in a weird mood about what I wanted to watch. I wanted something that I knew fairly well that was kind of an action-y movie, but not like a big blockbuster type action. Um, Yeah. So I found V for Vendetta. It's on HBO max. I watched that. It's got Mm -hmm. Natalie Portman and Hugo Weaving and Stephen Fry and probably some other people. Um, And it's really good. It's about a 
guy that gets his there's a lot of backstory but he ends up um bringing down this dystopian future after basically uh the US goes into a civil war and the UK closes their borders and becomes this run by this super religious group to protect themselves from the evils of the rest of the world. And um, so this guy dresses up with a Guy Fox mask, who is the guy in the 1600s that tried to blow up the parliament. Mm-hmm. Um, and what so does he, Guy Fox say? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, but it's really good. Not much anymore. Oh. Yeah. I would recommend it. Um, and then I watched the last, the end of season two of Mandalorian. Yay! Oh yeah. I, okay, so we had talked about this, and Is I was like, "Cut up now." I had I said that I are. turned the last episode on, and then was like, "No, I must have missed an episode." And mm-hmm. I so I went in to the second to last episode and started it. And I was like, I have 100 percent definitely seen this. <laughs> so I had only not seen the last episode, but I must have forgotten. One of the scenes from the recap. Oh, and. After watching, you know, five minutes into the episode, I was like, OK, you know, this all makes sense. I've seen everything I need to see for this to, to work. Um, it was really good. I highly enjoyed it. So it, when it comes to uh, recaps, I watched something that I had a little bit of remorse that I clicked on skip recap during one of the episodes. So it's like, oh, they're talking about something that I feel like I should know what this is and I can't remember what it is. And that was on... Um, I just finished the Expanse season five, which is on Amazon. Um, it feels like a lot of these are abruptly ending when it feels like there should be one more episode to me. A lot of these shows, <laughs> like Cobra Kai, did it to me in season three, and Expanse did it to me totally here. Where all of a sudden, instead of trying to play the next episode, it's recommending another show. Like what? Uh, the, there's only seven episodes. They so, don't want you to finish. Right, so you're not confused. There's only seven episodes to season five. Mm-hmm. Expanse. Um, I really like their can't call it world building, I guess, but um, solar system building. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, I like how the show is kind of weaved through all kinds of different things, and I feel like it's trying to. I mean, it's showing how a crew that's made up of the three different groups which is Earthers, Martians, and Belters. Mm-hmm. They can all work together, um, but not very well. And a lot of times they keep on referring to each other as like Belters, and but like when they refer to other groups, it's like derogatory. I'm like, man, these people are all like, it's not racism, I guess, because it's a different group than your race, but groupism. The same to thing. The, yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. I'm like, So I, I really appreciate it. then the whole cast... You can tell they're um, better together and they're diverse with, you know, the different types of groups of people. It's, it's really a good show. Although none of them, the main characters are really together in the show. They're all having separate story arcs, it feels like. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I like about shows like that and like next generation was really good about it too is you can have these commentaries on current issues in the world without and you make them aliens and you right. can have commentary without getting too close to touch the nerves of people that are hypersensitive mm-hmm. so check that out if you've not watched any of them I think all of them are on Amazon still so you can go back and start in season one uh, it's really good um, then I watched an interesting movie I was looking for a movie to watch on Tuesday night I believe and saw one that I thought probably I'd seen it but it had a Jason Statham in it as the main actor called Redemption mm-hmm. I thought well I can't remember what it was about so maybe I'll watch it I hadn't seen it um, so I watched that it was really good it wasn't as much action-y as you would, you would think um, it's basically about a, a British soldier that uh, I think he's in like an armored personnel carrier. And um, I think they're probably in the Middle East somewhere. Might be Afghanistan in a, in a city. And um, it shows him being the only survivor of an attack on this armored personnel carrier where someone gets a machine gun into the top of it and just like shoots everybody inside except for him. Mm. And then it shows him later walking down the street with a local in front of him, like pushing him forward with a bunch of other locals like yelling at him. Um, and he takes revenge, I think, on some of the locals after his whole crew gets killed. But then he goes AWOL. And so then it goes to his life in England where he's living on the streets. Um, and some low-level gangster type people come through the alley he's living in with a bunch of other homeless people and like rouse some other box till steals all their the drugs they have and other things they have um and there's this girl that he's been sharing a box with and they go to rough her up a little bit so he attacks them um ends up having to run from them because they're going to try to kill him and he ends up in a place where a guy's gone until like the fall of really nice apartment or whatever like falls into the skylight um and then uses that to kind of turn his life around and get sober and whatever and has a or has an interesting interaction with this uh lady that's helping the homeless that's a nun um but it's really good i mm-hmm. re- recommend it and it's sounds kind good of like an interesting dilemma towards the end where he doesn't want to be sober normally because when he is then he thinks that um he does bad things basically (laughs) so that's a good one to watch and that's on amazon my kids recommended an anime that's on netflix called megalobox and it's one where there's this street kid that like is a boxer but then Boxers all use like attachments to their arms to make them punch faster and harder and stuff. <laughs> um, but he's like a nobody that doesn't even have the ability to fight in the main, main megalobox like championship because you have to have a citizenship or whatever. And then I think they're in Japan, it looks like. Um, and he fights in like underground fight club type deal and takes dives. That's basically what he does. Hmm. That's his uh, trainer owns money to the mafia. 
so to pay off his debts, um, they, he tells him when exactly to take a dive. But he gets tired of that, and he wants to fight in this main club or this main championship. It's his journey trying to get to be able to fight in that. Um, I think I'm three or four episodes in. So that's a, it's a pretty good anime. I checked that out. And then my wife and I watched the, the live-action Lion King for the first time. On oh. Plus. No, um, you didn't do the quotes. Live-action. <laughs> right. The CGI one, you the mean? CGI one. It's a John Favreau film. Those weren't real lions? Plus. Oh, just kidding. Huh? Oh, D-plus. Yeah, Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Um, I I liked it. The shots in it were beautiful. Like the CGI was impressive. It's one point when I was like that that there's like a mouse that's following the camera's following around. It's doing stuff. She's like, that's got to be a real mouse, right? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> if it's not, it's a really well done. Um, and they did have James Earl Jones as Mustafa or Mufasa still. But all of their voice actors were different. Um, they didn't replace them with Hayden Christensen? <laughs> no, they didn't. They should have. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, the like, voice actor for Scar, I was like, that voice sounds familiar, but I couldn't place who it was. And I don't think I'd recognize a name when it put, showed up on the... Because it's funny with the CGI movies, you have to wait quite a while before it shows you the actor's... Like it goes through a bunch of other credit stuff before it finally gets to the actor list. Oh. Which is weird. Um, Whoopi Goldberg wasn't in it. She didn't play a hyena. Like what the, about Mr. Bean? Was he in it? He was in the cartoon. Was he? Well, you know, the guy that plays Mr. Bean. Ron right. Atkinson. Ron Atkinson. Who did he play? Was he the uh, bird? The, the bird? Is the bird named Zazu? Yep. So the bird is played by somebody I didn't know. Sean Oliver. Yeah. Well, I guess I don't know, does a political talk show now at night, right? Oh, I know so the I guy I... that plays Scar. Okay. Chuetel Ejiofor. Oh, okay. I like him. He's from The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. He was in 2012. 2012. Who is he in 2012? He's the... Russian Airplane. dude? No. He's in The Martian. He, um... Right? He plays, uh... He's like and the... Donald Glover are both in The Martian. So in 2012, he's the guy that he's like the main scientist guy that is helping the government. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know who that is. Okay. I didn't know his name, apparently. Yeah, uh, he's got an odd name, but yeah. Uh, the, the, and I think it was well, Seth Rogen was Pumbaa. Yeah. And I can't remember who they had for Timon, but the guy that had played Timon, I didn't really care for his voice acting. Let's see, Timon. And I don't know. I don't know who that I is. think the Timon and Pooba. Billy Eichner. Yeah, I, I like the original Timon and Pooba better. Yeah. Chance the Rapper was in it? Weird. 
Anywho. I was going to say, um, looks like you can rent the movie 42 on Amazon or okay. Facebook or, I'm not Facebook, YouTube or <laughs> one of those others things. Right. FaceTube. FaceTube. John Favreau talked in, in like the Disney, the Mandalorian extras about the Lion King and how they modeled like the entire thing. So they get whatever shot they wanted by moving the camera. And they have like a virtual reality, like he could be in the world virtually with the camera and point it wherever he wanted and like follow mm. stuff with it. That's cool. Um, he's turning into one of my favorite like director or filmmaker guys, John Favreau. I'm quite impressed. Would you say he's your favorite? Yeah, I would. <laughs> if I could see it. Favreau? That was a really good attempt. I like, because the pun, sometimes puns I can do in my brain. I can't get my mouth to say them. Does anybody have any nerd cred? Yeah, um, I had a dream last night that was kind of nerdy, I guess. Like, I don't know, up my alley. Um, you know, I don't Leave know if your alley you guys, out of this. I don't know if you guys are aware that sometimes I come up with uh, jokes in my dream. Yes, that are super funny when I'm asleep, but once right. I wake up and I think about the joke, I'm like, no, that's dumb. Well. <laughs> I had an idea for a superhero team-up last night in my dream with two very unlikely um, superpowers. Okay. (laughs) So one of them was a character that I've written in a short story, and I actually attempted writing a novel about him and failed. But his power is he can restore things by touching them. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, restore them to a previous non-broken state. Yeah. And so in my dream, he was going to be teamed up with this sidekick who... Mr. Bean. (laughs) No. (laughs) Breaks everything he touches. A guy who has ability to become an expert in something for, like, a short amount of time. Like, an expert piano player or an expert juggler or... I think there's somebody that has that power in something I watched. I don't know. This is the first I thought of it, and I <laughs> the pretender. What was in the heroes? Was it? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. This guy but... that could take anybody else's ability. Well, that was yeah. It wasn't. Guy, but... It wasn't that he no, was he taking people's abilities. Anybody else's ability. Oh. But just that he could, for short, temporarily become an expert at something. Right. That'd be cool. And, and so I was trying to think in my dream of different adventures they could get into and I decided that it would be a comedy. Uh so I may run with it. I don't know. Yeah. I'll think about it a little bit more. But yeah. I think <coughs> so I think if I had ever was ever given the ability or the chance to make a wish 
it would be to have one of these two guys' abilities. <laughs> you could make a lot of money if you just touch cars and restore them. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind oh, yeah. of where I, I was. That's couple. kind of where I was trying to go with the character in my novel. Uh-huh. I have this really cool scene that starts with a car accident and him like repairing his own bones just by touch and everything. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. And then I was trying to go into how he would try to use this power to make money, and I just got so far into the weeds of. It could be like well, a. I mean, he. How? Where would he get a clean title if he's fixing? You know, just stupid stuff like that, and it just tripped me up <laughs> enough that. <laughs> I stopped writing it. But I did have a short story. How does he do laundry? Those right. are always clean. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't need save states in video games. He can just touch the console and it goes back to... But he just wins. It just goes to the end. Or to the beginning. <laughs> we can't ever play through. <laughs> I do have a short story with him um, having a, a bum on the street approach him and he basically... By touching the bum, like takes years off of his life. And he becomes a drug drug addict again. <laughs> I don't usually like people touching my bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! Oh, um, man. But you can probably find it on my website, uh, Mind of Mister Pold at dot word. Mind of Mister Pold dot wordpress dot com. I think is the oh, website yeah. address. No ats. Yeah, no there are no ats. <laughs> there are bums. I'm typing it in right now to make sure that's correct. <laughs> well, while you yep, do it that. Is. Mind of Mr. Pold dot WordPress dot com. <laughs> oh, sorry. Anyway. So um, my 3D printer that I got from LFG is awesome, but I... And, but I did my first major upgrade to it. That means oh. you've finally taken the step towards how LFG treated these printers. He was constantly upgrading them. Yeah, so um, my boss ended, actually ended up buying the same printer after talking to me about it, but um, he told me that you could buy a new main board for it and it would make it totally quiet. Oh, all the wow printing noises of the servo motors moving it's gone i wish i would have done this sooner because it was like 40 dollars oh wow <laughs> it's really easy to swap out the board and now like i don't even realize it's on so it's awesome yeah mine is on a little table right on the other side of the wall from my bed. <laughs> so when I run it overnight, I can hear it. So that might be a good upgrade. <laughs> yeah. I just got it on Amazon. Cool. Just search for your, your printer and silent board. And then uh, there's videos on how to install them. It's pretty, pretty easy. I only have a 2d printer. <laughs> um, so I, just ordered a new laptop today. Nice. It, um, I really like my work laptop, and I need to get a new personal laptop, and so I basically ordered the same one. <laughs> when I had looked at them previously, like a year ago, I there was sticker shock for sure because it's a 
you know, business laptop. Yeah. He was like, oh my gosh, the computer can cost that much. Um, <laughs> but when I needed a get computer, I went and looked it up again and they were like 50% off. <laughs> Whoa. And I was like, oh, cool. And so uh, the nerdy part of this is I was trying to c- compare all these different laptops and I c- they're so subtle of differences mm-hmm. and the prices will be the same for a bunch of them, but there'll be like just these little things that are different and um, the same like model number as the one I have there was three different options and they had different combinations of memory and hard drives. Mm. And so I was, there was like a $120 difference just to get the bigger hard drive in the one with the same memory as the one I have. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know if it's worth it. Cause I don't do much like saving stuff locally. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it's stored on, you know, external hard drives or whatever. So I go into the like customize and for $80, I could change it to the bigger hard drive. <laughs> so I got, and like I went through, I went after that, I went back and put a did the side by side comparison between the two and the only difference was the hard drive size and it was wow. $20 or $130 <laughs> and so Gaming I was like right, that's fine I'll just go in and order the cheaper one and make the upgrade for less than <laughs> it was going to be nice um, sweet so I ordered that and it should be here in a little over a month what if the difference is you getting the discount on the overall price of the computer versus you getting the same discount over the component? You know what I mean? Well, because the website's discounting everything right now. Maybe the component upgrade if is they were cheaper. both 50% off. So it would have been a $250 upgrade right before. And that didn't have uh, like discounted pricing or indicate that it was sale prices on the upgrades. Interesting, but I have—I don't know. It was weird. I. Well, it's like when I go to the store and like the, like a bigger container of Mountain Dew is way cheaper than if you got like a a twelve pack, <laughs> a twenty four pack per can. You're like, why are they doing that when the per can <laughs> price is so different? It all probably depends on how much they have on stock and how much they're trying yeah. to get it. What's on. really yeah, I don't is know. when you find that the smaller packages aren't are cheaper than buying like bulk. Oh, that's weird too. Yeah. Yeah. That always throws me off. I like, wait, if I just buy five of these packages, it's the same as this and what? it's cheaper. What? Yeah. So when I bought my laptop, I did the opposite. I looked up my work one and got the opposite computer. Cause my work one sucks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we bought Charlie a new laptop and tried to go cheap. Not like the absolute cheapest, but just one step above that. And it's almost like it works fairly for her to use for work. But we don't use it for anything else other than that. And so we wanted my to at least have one computer that can do more than just. Yeah, basic um, remote desktop like it. Hers does hardly can run Skype without wow. lagging out. <laughs> 
and it has eight gigs of RAM. I don't understand yeah, why it's weird. it struggles so much, but yeah. So remember earlier when we were talking about not having two hour long episodes? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking oh, about that. Yeah. So yeah. Well, these ones are always longer when we talk What's about the movies. The movie? Yeah, just the movie is so convoluted and trying hard to describe. Yeah, that was a crazy movie. Um, was that it for nerd cred? Yeah. All right, I somebody put some feedback in from Brian. So I noticed um, when you posted on Facebook about us watching no smoking, uh-huh. that Brian from the Happy Cast put you know marked it as care the care. Like the icon or whatever emoji hugging something or something. Yeah, I don't know why he did, but I just thought that was funny. So, <laughs> yeah, everyone. There's a few other people that gave it a thumbs up, but he he gave it. The, so no Brian this, cares about the movie. But it was purposeful nice. or accidental. Brian, send us an email. Tell us what you care about. No smoking, yeah. please. Well, I like. Um, I like to send. It, random emojis as texts in reply <laughs> to things. I try okay. to find one that could not be interpreted as being a real answer to <laughs> what was said. So, and MJ always thinks it's funny, so I, I can understand just the random reply. Yeah, I reply with, like, <laughs> GIFs to people. Yeah. Or have whole conversations with GIFs. Which I think drives my kids nuts, but I like it. Probably. You're supposed to drive your kids nuts. That makes it even so better. I like the, having the cares emoji on there because if someone posts something that's like that's trouble in their life, you don't, don't want to like put, it. You, you don't want to like it. Like, oh, I just. Or laugh at it. A, I do the right. laughing emoji. Uh, you're you're, you're the one. You're like, well, I'm I do the angry I love one. That they're... Oh, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Heck. So the cares one's like, okay, I, I care about you, and I'm sorry that's right. happening. I'm having I don't to look reply. up what this is because I don't have Facebook, so I didn't know what the cares. Oh, I didn't know what it was either. So he feels bad that we watched no smoking. That's what it is. Oh yeah, he's like, well, he's like, no trying says, to care about you guys. <laughs> uh, sorry, you had to go through that trial. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm, I'm, I mean, looking at the list of where it ended up on the guy that we based this list, list off of. He liked it better than some of the ones we've seen already. Yeah, how what? did he like this better than the Dark Tower? <laughs> he had a write-up about each of them. I should go back and try to find that. Yeah, it was on Vulture.com or something. Yeah. Alright, if you want to contact us and tell us um, how you stopped smoking <laughs> and kept all of your digits, <laughs> uh, send an email to show at gmail.com. Or find us on Facebook or Twitter. Just search for Engineerity Show. Also, um, if you want an ad-free version of the show, or if you want an Engineerity Show t-shirt, go to our website, theengineeritieshow.com. And while you're there... at in there? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. That's not how websites work, Mr. Cole. <laughs> okay, okay, fine. But you can click through to Amazon from there to do your Amazon shopping. Thank you for listening this week. Stay nerdy. Get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it always shall be my friends. Bye.
To the chopper wall said while we were recording. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> like, was that pre? I, I would really hope it's not actually. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> just like that was wrong. It wasn't that bad, was it? Most guitars are made of trees with some L for the strings and some frets and tuny things. Most guitars are made of trees. Most guitars are made of trees. People play them while they sing. Some are dull and some just ring. Most guitars are made of trees. song most guitars are made of trees is by greg gibbs judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.